the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, 5'2". It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Hump day. Hump day. That always makes me giggle. (laughs) I'm so. Have you ever flushed the toilet (laughs) and the water starts rising? (laughs) That is the best. That is the best clip, especially after the IRS whistleblow hearings that I was forced to suffer and endure today. That's how much I love you out there. That I'm willing to watch that nonsense and then report back to you. Um, what you might have heard today. And it was especially torturous given the fact that I had did a workout in the middle of trying to watch it and, and then overdid it. And to the point to where showering in my arms and my shoulders were already so sore, I couldn't even lather my head. So anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about what you think about me. <laughs> it's hour two of tonight's Andrea K show. And I'm giggling because it's hump day. I'm always in a good mood. And financial thought doctor is here with me. My man, Dave Elhoff, AKA fighting meadows. I'm not sure if he's day tripping in any meadows in 118 degree heat out in Zony, Arizona. Hello, my dear. Hey, I got a Mr. Gone. It's 110 in on my patio. It's no problem. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's what a bad duty is. That's how bad he is, man. 110 <laughs> degrees. No. He's probably drinking a, a cup of hot black coffee and smoking a cigar. That's how tough he is, man. Do you smoke cigars? I am smoking a cigar, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but- but I'm not having hot coffee. What are you having? Can I ask? Are you are you got a little something over ice? Of course. Good. It's either got to be bourbon, Jack Daniels, Fireball, or Scotch. There you go, man. That's the way to do it. I love a hot desert evening, to be honest with you. I love it. You're giving me Arnold Schwarzenegger vibes, though, with a cigar. I just got to say. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't like him politically, but I actually watched some of his Netflix documentary because I really didn't know anything about him in the early days. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know about the pumping iron. Well, I kind of a little bit did, um, but not much. I didn't really know much about his story. I mean, I really didn't get exposed to him until I watched Terminator. Um, so that was actually it's it's actually been really interesting. And and of course, why am I talking to Elhoff about that? Because when you think Dave Elhoff. You think pumping iron, right? You think you think Elhoff, Mr. get to the chopper. You you think Mr. Universe, right? Get yeah, get to the chopper. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> and then you got overexposed to yeah. <laughs> the governator. Yeah, the governor. <laughs> the Elhoffnator. Yes, the Elhoffnator. Um you always you always put me in a good mood. Um, okay, I don't even know where to go from here. Well, I know before before we got to talk a little bit of food because um, before we get into the news, you can use in money matters. I have discovered air fryers, Dave Elhoff. Do you use an air fryer? I have. Yes, I I, do. I love my new air fryer. That I, a girl? Yes, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Tonight, I'm going to be trying tater tots. And I can't wait. I haven't decided. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to top my tots tonight with some carnitas um, because I love my oh, Mexican. Yeah. Doesn't that sound good? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yes. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to have gone out in the past week and bought myself an air fryer. Um, and, and I say that legitimately because people are struggling right now. Uh, financially in the in the country, of course, Hunter Biden isn't because he gets to make millions of dollars selling his dad's office and not have to pay any taxes on it. Um, I didn't send you this clip. I don't think I did, but I think we have a clip of Corrine Jean Pierre talking about how. Do we have this clip, Skins? Yes, about how um, the American people have seen real results from the actions Biden has taken. On behalf of the American people, Skins, please play clip one. So we have seen results. We have seen real results from what the pre- the actions that the president has taken to lower costs for the American people. Your response, Elhoff. I already get heard- him out of here. <laughs> compared to what? Lower costs. We're compared ba- to what? Once you've yeah. already increased it eight plus percent three years in a row, and now you start cutting back. That isn't any real return on that. No, I don't see any. I don't know about the grocery stores in Arizona, but I'm not seeing any reduction in cost anywhere on any on on any cost whatsoever. Every once in a while, you get a two for one deal. All right, so now it's back to normal. (laughs) Well, well, but then not really. Don't be so. I know you're smart, but then there's the shrinkflation. Yeah, you might get buy one get one free, but they're still half the size they used to be. Like I love my Lacroix. Uh, non. This is not a sponsored ad. I love my Lacroix sparkly water drinks, but it it used to it went from twelve cans in a pack to eight to six. Now listen, Louisiana girl, Lacroix isn't it Lacroix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That may we, okay? May we. You, you, you caught my faux pas, my dear. <laughs> yeah, um, costs aren't going down, and and they're not going to go down anytime soon because they're raiding the piggy bank, they're raiding the treasury. Um, I don't know. I sent you this last minute article. Um, because there is a joint um, bill, Kirsten Gillibrand and Josh Hawley are wanting to reintroduce new bipartisan legislation in the Senate. If it would pass, um, there would be a ban on even in the executive branch, as well as lawmakers from owning stock. What, uh, you know, I, I think they should, because I think that obviously they've been enriching themselves. I mean, how else can you explain to Bernie Sanders or Duke Cunningham or others that, you know, going to, you know, D.C. 
on, you know, retired military pay or whatever. And then they're suddenly worth $30 million because all these stock tips. But what, what, what effect would this have on the average American and on our economy? I'm not sure I'm seeing any effect it would have. Well, here's what my belief is. And this is the one thing that all of us out here in the world that live by the rules if you treat the senators and the congressmen the same way you treat us, which never happens, it's not a problem. But the problem is these bastards are getting away with taking inside information and putting mm-hmm. it in and making a fortune, and they're not policed on it at all. Right. Now, if I were doing that, I would get a call from compliance so quick mm-hmm. that said, now why'd you do this? And why did this happen just before the price went up? Uh-huh. I was just lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what they're, I mean, if they had to follow the same, it, it's the same way with pensions. The pensions that the Senate gets, the pensions that the Congress, the government gets, they don't pay into Social Security. They don't have to do the Social Security. The whole thing is this, AK, is that if we treated them like they treated us, would it be a problem? So, yeah, I mean, um, the, the way that this legislation says that executive branch personnel would risk fines of $10,000 or more as well as forfeiture of any gains from stock trading, members of Congress would face penalties amounting to at least 10% of the value of prohibited investments if they refuse to comply. I think that I think that this would, would help our economy a lot because if you look back at the Obama days, those green energy boondoggles for billions and billions and billions of dollars went to companies that were owned or invested in by members of Congress, like Nancy Pelosi's husband, right? One of one of the big green oh, energy companies. Uh, it wasn't Solyndra; it was another one that was owned by her by her husband. So the stock trades absolutely. It's not even just about them making money off the stocks themselves. It also has to do with policy positions and policy decisions that they make to spend our money in terms of investments. Like every time they mention infrastructure, I'm thinking, whose husband owns owns the construction company that's going to be hired to do the do the job, right? So it, it's it's all tied together, and it's part of why we're spending money out the yin yang, and and it and it also does. Well, let me ask you this: Does it also affect the market in the standpoint of selling off too much at one point or buying up? Does it not affect the prices for the rest of us, depending on their it trades? Well, it very well could absolutely. Listen, you talked about ESG. ESG, Dennis Prager came out with, I got a couple of Dennis Prager stories, came out with a video today how ESG is ruining our economy. You need to check it out. Okay, number two, he was over here in Arizona State University, and he received death threats mm-hmm. to go on stage here at ASU. Wow. And they put him on. And the two people that had him come got fired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, it's a big mess. 
because they said, well, he was able, we put on the events where he had free speech, but the vast majority of the staff at ASU was petitioning. But when it was time for questions, they never asked he and his guests any questions because they're afraid of talking to him. But then you go to social media and they destroyed them. Right. Well, hang on there, Dave Elhoff. We're going to take a break. You're going to stick with us. Don't you go anywhere. And we okay. will get we will continue our discussion with Financial Thought Doctor on the other side of the break. Don't go away. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Who says that uh, these tracking you and your habits, you know, are... I, I don't know that I'm being properly tracked. I just was sent this spam thing to me. Oh, Amazon must-haves for you. And I clicked on it. And it was like a power washer. These people don't know me. Because anybody who knows me knows they, there is no place AK has in her life to use a power washer, okay? That's what TaskRabbit is for. That's where you go to a good friend of yours, or in my case, my nephew, and say, yo, dude, I'll make you a sandwich if you come over and do some cleaning for me. Looks okay. like that tracking's been on fail. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Continuing our discussion of all things money with our favorite financial thought doctor, the financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff. Um, we were talking about uh, this Josh Hawley, Gillibrand plan um, to stop, um, to ban uh, people in the executive branch and lawmakers from owning stocks. Um, that's not, that, that's a good idea, but it's not really going to do anything today that's going to make our lives any better. So let's talk about how we can make our lives better financially and make some good decisions, Elhoff. Any ideas on that? Yes. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Everyone can own individual stocks if that's the way you want to go. However, the, the normal investor does not have the patience to hang in. Mm-hmm. They got to follow the Warren Buffett approach, and they don't have the temperament. They don't have the ability. They don't have any of the kind of things that Warren Buffett has. Number one, staying power. Yeah. Because the first time something goes down, Warren Buffett looks at it as an opportunity he adds to the portfolio. First time it goes down for the individual investor, they bail. They go, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's the problem that most folks that they're facing that they don't know about. What they see out there is what they see in the papers, what they hear on the radio, see on TV. The financial entertainers are there, you know, and they're entertaining these people with these great returns, great opportunities. But the problem is, None of it takes into the factors that are eating away at their wealth mm-hmm. that they don't know about taxes, risk, regulation, depreciation, inflation. And then they're dealing with professionals that are using a flawed formula. I've talked about this before. The yeah. formula put money to work at a rate of return over time. Well, the only part of that formula that is consistent is time. The rate of return is inconsistent. The money fluctuates in value. And when you get it, you accumulate. But does accumulation equate to purchasing power? That's the problem that most people don't understand. And they need to have 
a strategic, it's like fighting a battle. You got land, you got sea, you got air. Mm-hmm. You got to have all these factors in there. And then it's also a good idea that you have the special forces going in there. Yeah, too. you got to have the special ops. <laughs> exactly right. So you've got to have more than, if I put X amount of money away at this return for a number of years, I'm going to have this pot of money. It's a lie. You're not going to have that pot of money. Right. Taxes, risk, inflation, depreciation, and regulations. AK. Everything is designed by the institutions that are playing the game, and they have the rules of the game under their control. Right. So tell everybody how they can get a hold of you to have a conversation and start trying to figure some things out. That's the first place in the conversation, because what they see and what I see is totally different. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing now is going to affect whether you're going to be in 5, 10, 15 years. If we can alternate a couple things and make it better to maximize their financial potential, is that something they'd be interested in? That's the kind of conversation I want to have with people. Let's examine what you're doing. See where you're going to be in 5, 10, 15 years. And is there a better solution? And usually it's a strategy. It's not a product. Right. It's not an end-all product to anything. Yeah, everybody, it's not, it's not a magic bullet of a product. It's a strategy. So give everybody yeah. your number. 619-548-0965. Again, financial thought doctor, spell it all out, dot com. And there's a lot of tools there that you can use, folks. But call me. Have a conversation. That's where it starts. All right, my dear. Well, you have a great night. Enjoy that cigar. All right, my dear. (laughs) Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye now. Um, I can just imagine him out there in the desert. I do love a desert evening. It's just I love the desert in in, uh, in the evening when it's nice and warm out and dry. Mm-mm-mm. Um, okay, so you know you're not a big uh, country music fan, right? No, I it's 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 not my top genre, but I there are certain artists that I do like. Yeah, I can enjoy some too. I'm not a big I I, I I'm not um, familiar with Jason Aldean's music. I mean, the only thing I really know about Jason Aldean is that he ended up divorcing and marrying a girl who competed on American Idol. Not that that really means anything. As she um, caught a lot of heat from the left because she came out against LBGT, you know, transing nonsense, and she took a lot of heat. And you know what? She didn't back down from it. Jason Aldean didn't back down from it. They were like, we ain't backing down from what we believe in, and that I like. Even if I don't like somebody's music, um, and I may like his music, I just can't think of, of, a, of a particular song right now. Well, he had a song that's actually been out for a while um, I just hadn't heard about it, and it's called Try That in a Small Town. And evidently, I don't know who got wind of it, because it has been out for a while, but when people got wind of it or and actually heard some of the lyrics, they just thought that this was just inappropriate, and so they put pressure on CMT, Country Music Channel, uh, to um, to pull the, the video, and they did. So... Um, I think the Daily Beast was one of the people that um, that started putting the pressure on CMT to pull it. 
Um, I don't see here what some of the lyrics are, but basically it looks as though, um, you know, it shows footages basically of like Black Lives Matter or Antifa coming to a small town to try to cause a bunch of problems and try to burn down buildings and, and do a bunch of crap. And it's basically like it's a pro-gun message, pro, we're going to defend our cities, we're going to defend our lives here, so don't come mess with us. Well, of course, they've been accused of inciting violence, which there's it, it doesn't incite violence when it says we're going to defend ourselves. But if you remember, the reason why they're so threatened by this is the, the and, and I've talked about this before, uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, the message to us was and and the timing of it was not an inconvenience. The fact that we were all told that healthy people had to be lo- had had to be locked inside of our homes, right? Except uh, BLM didn't have to be locked inside of their homes. Antifa, uh, in fact, Fauci was like, um, "Well, you know, it's not the best that they get out and they go march, but you know what? This is really a cause they believe in. It was part of the conditioning of us to not defend ourselves." You might be thinking, "Well, what does COVID and, and locking healthy people in their homes have to do with with Black Lives Matter not being allowed to defend yourself?" Well, a lot of things. Um, the conditioning us to have the government shut us up in, inside of our homes under the guise of public health was really about conditioning us to shut our mouths and stay inside our homes and basically be submissive to a tyrannical communist government. Which is why they were perfectly happy to have the summer of love be Black Lives Matter and Antifa setting up Chaz or CHOP or whatever it was, the autonomous zone, taking over entire blocks of of neighborhoods, destroying businesses, burning down churches. And they rewarded them with Juneteenth and painting Black Lives Matter on the site, on, on the street. We were told it was about submission and us not defending ourselves. So when... Kyle Rittenhouse decided to exercise his Second Amendment rights and go and defend his small town, go and defend a car dealership, which actually was glad to have him and his friends there, and decided to roam the streets to defend America. They decided to prosecute him when he was acting in self-defense because self-defense was being criminalized at that point. And that's why they got to stop this message from Jason Aldean. We're going to take a break. We come back. I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. What do you think of the song? Have you heard it? It's number one on iTunes right now. of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um, continuing our pop culture segment of tonight's show. Um, I've got some lyrics here from this Jason Aldean song. And by the way, there's always a has-been who's looking to get back and, and get some attention whenever there's a story like this. So we've got a has-been musician to tell you about who injected herself uh, into the story here. But I want to read you a little bit of excerpt. The video of the song apparently shows Black Lives Matter and Antifa burning down cities. So that's the backdrop to the song. Here's some of the lyrics. 
try that in a small town. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that blank might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Full of good old boys raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. So that, to me, Skins, is just a straight-up song about don't be coming here trying to stir up crap and think that we're going to put up with it. That's not about racist violence. Right? So guess which is the has-been singer, musician. Oh, I've been all over this. Uh, oh, yeah, so you already Cheryl know who Crow. it is, Cheryl Crow. <laughs> been a minute. She, she, tried to, she tried to get into country music with um, the world's most legendary country music singer, Kid Rock. There's much to say about Kid Rock. I think he's pro-American, but he's never been accused of being a great vocalist or a great musician. Um, But anyway, so she decides to chime in and say, at Jason Aldean, I'm from a small town. Even people in small towns are sick of violence. Okay, so what's your point? Uh, There's nothing small town or American about promoting violence, which he didn't do. She goes on to say, you should know that better than anyone having survived a mass shooting. Um, I didn't know Jason. Oh, was he at the uh, Las Vegas shooting back... uh, Years ago in Las Vegas, that was he might have been there. She goes, "This is not American or small town like. It's just lame." Um, so then she just really, girl, please go back to the drawing board. Try to come up with an album with some music somebody's going to want to listen to. It's been many years since you did. All I want to do is have some fun. Jack Poso says, "Hi, Cheryl Crow. I looked up where you're from. They voted for Trump by eighty <laughs> percent." I love it when these has-been Hollywood hypocrites get hoisted on their own petards. He goes, the last time Sheryl Crow was relieved, Bill Clinton was showing Monica Lewinsky a cigar collection. (laughs) Hey, Sheryl, when you're done, Martha Dump Truck wrote, Hey, Sheryl, when you're done virtue signaling, move on to rap music. Enlighten us with the peacefulness of some of those lyrics. Uh huh. Somebody else said, hey, sis, give it a rest and make more McDonald's videos. I'm sorry this is happening to you. Um, Somebody says uh, to her, the small town you're from is okay with carjacking. I guess that's a problem there. Um, After CMT pulled the video, uh, that's when the song went to number one on iTunes charts. So... um, yeah, apparently the uh, the the Vegas concert was Jason Aldean's concert. Wow. Um, so uh, yeah, so you're right about one thing. He does know what it's like to be victimized by um, a mass shooting, uh, one in which the government and the investigators completely mishandled and covered up. And to this day, we have no idea how this guy got all those guns up to his room. Uh, what his motivations were, what ties he might have had to Islamic radicals. Um, a whole lot of shady crap went on. And, and it, by the way, it was the same FBI and DOJ that's been covering up the crimes of, of the Biden crime family. So there's that to consider. So you know what, Cheryl Crow, you might want to sit down. You might want to sit down. Uh, some people are doing a side-by-side comparison today of Jason Aldean's lyrics compared to Cardi B's lyrics, um, which are so foul and so nasty that I can't, she's so, that song of hers that she had last year is so nasty. She's, I can't even look at her. 
I mean, seriously. That's a horrible comparison. Yeah. Just absolutely disgusting. Um, there's a story I haven't been following, and, and you are going to be surprised because you long-time Andrea Kasia listeners know how much I love true crime. Um, I just, I can't follow every story. And um, there's a missing woman or a report of a missing woman in Alabama. And I guess there's updated news on that today. I haven't been following the story, but then I see today that before she went missing or at the point in which she went missing, she started Googling or something about the Taken movie from Liam Neeson. Are you, have you been following this story? Uh, a, a little bit. In, in, I haven't in bits followed and, it at all. Somebody just texted me it was a fake. That it's, a, that it's it, I mean, is she still missing? And did she, did she, is she like the runaway bride? Remember we had the runaway bride who faked her own kidnapping? And then there was the woman here in California who faked her own kidnapping, ended up in Orange County with a, with an old boyfriend. And then she, then he ends up getting sick of her. She, he, she has him punch her in the face. He ends up getting sick of her. So she ends up, he ends up dropping her back off on a road in Northern California Everybody's been looking for her for like three months, and then finally they like you know now you staged the whole thing, and now they're divorced. Um, so I don't know what the story is here. If you guys are following this Alabama missing you know woman's case, you know everything let- I read about it, it seemed legit. I'm going to have to look a little further. Yeah, um, my boots on the ground. My people who follow true crime are telling me that it is a, a fake story. So I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, there's so many ways people want to get attention these days. So many ways. And and you know what? Um, If it is a fake and this person ends up being faked, it'll be interesting to see if she gets the same type of um, the, the, the same type of repercussion and charges filed against her that uh, were filed against this uh, Caucasian woman here in California who faked her kidnapping and ran off and abandoned her kids. Um, Do we have time to take uh, calls before we go to break, my man? If so, yes. Okay, do we have Dr. Tony on the line? Is that who's calling in? All right, Dr. Tony, I see you're on the line here, my friend. What say you? Hi, you know, it's funny that you should bring this up because I was listening to, to Candace Owens this morning and she's gone the deep dive and she said this whole thing was a setup and she compared it to Jesse Smollett. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so how does it compare to Jesse Smollett? We've got two minutes. Tell me what you know of the story. Well, Jesse Smollett, it's my understanding that that guy who was in Hamilton yeah. fired these two people right. to, to track him wherever city he lived in and that's what happened with that, and they found out later that it was all a setup. And then what she said today on Instagram, what it was the same thing that she she had been looking online how to do an Amber Alert for an adult. But I mean, Candace had gone like really investigated this whole thing. She goes, I think it's time to retire. But uh, <laughs> it, was, it was hysterical. I mean, yeah, Candace Owen makes me laugh. I'm going to have but, to go uh, watch that because it's so easy with these true crime stories to go down a rabbit hole. You know, you start turning over yeah. rocks, you start looking into it, and some yeah. of these stories are so crazy. It's just absolutely fascinating. Uh, yeah. Is the woman yeah. still missing? No, they found her. She came home, I think, of what it was. She's home with her parents, last I heard. 
Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's why now it's like, okay, she's back. It's starting to yeah. look like the story from California here where the woman faked her own kidnapping. Uh, then yeah. the ex-boyfriend, you know, is involved and then he gets sick of her after 90 days and dumps her off on the side of the road. She faced charges. Um, yeah. I, I, it'll be interesting to see if this gal will. What does Candace Owens think her motivation was? Just getting, you know, uh, wanting attention. Mm-hmm. It, and I know with these cases, because I do follow true crime, believe it or not, I really have fun with that. Um, but uh, with with the whole thing with with this woman sitting, there was another person I followed on true crime, I can't remember who she was, and I forget what state it was in, that what ends up happening in these situations is that the, the police end up charging them for in all the man, man hours that were spent on that. And they end up getting, you know, uh, prosecuted for, you know, faking their own crime. Well, they should because it's a, fi- it's a file. It's a false police report that gets filed. There's expenses in trying to track them down. It's also, you know, insidious what it does to the minds of, of the people in the community thinking that there's, you know, criminal running around. So it's absolutely evil. Thank you for calling in, Dr. Tony. I'm going to go catch up with Candace Owens and watch her Insta story on it. Thanks for thanks for calling in, hon. Appreciate you. Bye. I have the best listeners. They follow true crime. They're the best. All right. Stay tuned. Final segment of the Andrea K. Show coming up. A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on the answer. San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Wrapping up, final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. I have the best listeners. Uh, Sandy uh, emailed me. Sherry Papini was the California woman hiding out in Costa Mesa who had faked her kidnapping um, and actually had her uh, ex-boyfriend punch her in the face to try to make it look really good. There's just a whole lot of weird going on out there. Um, it will be interesting on this. I am going to w- watch this Candace Owens thing that uh, Dr. Tony was telling me about because if she's comparing this woman to Jussie Smollett, it's got to be more than just a hoax connection. There's got to be maybe some kind of political motivation because Jussie Smollett staged the hoax to make it look like, remember, it was about racism and MAGA. This is MAGA country racism. And it's possible that the motivation for this woman in Mississippi or Alabama was also about racism and to further some, you know, uh, racist narrative. So I'm definitely going to check into that. Um, Uh, an interesting story involving one of Skins' favorite, one of many people's favorite fast food franchises, fast fast food places, In-N-Out Burger. Seems that In-N-Out, and I don't hate In-N-Out. It's just that if, you know, when it comes to a burger, I'm going to want a hand-formed patty at home any day of the week over fast food. If I got to eat a fast food burger, I'm going to, I'm going to go to In-N-Out. It's going to be protein style. Have you seen skins? I saw a video that looked really good of this girl with, instead of the burger, you get onions on the outside of the meat. Old news, AK. How is that old news? Are they grilled onions on the outside? Yeah, it's, uh, it's wrapped in whole grilled onions. It looks so, that it's really. I I actually just had one again the other day. They're really tasty. And and how are you supposed to order it? Like, what's the code word? You order so basically. There's some people that order what's called a flying Dutchman, and that's just meat and cheese, like no no bun, no vegetables at all. So you order a flying Dutchman, 
wrapped in whole grilled onions. Flying Dutchman wrapped in whole grilled onions. Are they well grilled or raw? You, you can request that, yes. Yeah, because I, they, I don't like raw onions. They would need to oh, be they're, Oh, they're definitely not. You can get them more caramelized than not, but they're definitely not raw. That sounds really good. It's very tasty. So In-N-Out has banned employees in five states from wearing COVID masks. <laughs> now, even though In-N-Out, a lot of people don't know this, even though In-N-Out is open on Sundays on Light Chick-fil-A, the founders of In-N-Out, and I believe the young gal who inherited the franchise, um, is a Christian. And does it does it have John 316 on the bottom of the bags? They have, uh, I'm not sure, I've never checked the bags, but on the on the hamburger wrappers, uh, there's there's a certain verse on the double double wrapper. There's a certain verse, and also on the bottom of the cups. Right. So um, they have declared, and and this was this was a part of the psychological damage that was done in order to shift our culture in America, and it worked. Um, you know, uh, the the masks was such a for, a, a way to gain submission. It was a way of virtue signaling to other people. It disconnected us from each other, particularly with children. God gave us eyes, a, a nose, and a mouth. He he created us perfectly. Our bodies are perfectly designed so that we can breathe, we can hear, we can see. We were given a set of emotions. We were given the ability to, to show facial expressions. We were given an ability to communicate non-verbally through our bodies. And to force people to wear masks was a part of the way in which they were seeking to control us and to destroy our, our, our culture. And there are many people that still wear masks. Well, in and out has decided that they're going to ban employees in five states from wearing masks unless they have, they have to have a medical note from a doctor in order to wear one. And their reasoning is, is that it prevents customers from seeing their smiles. And that's absolutely right. God gave us, like I said, the ability and you know for what? nonverbal and, communication. And the reasoning behind it, I actually really like because I like when you go into in and out you are always greeted with a really nice, sincere employee, and that pairs with, with the smile. That's the way it should be. Instead, I'm tired. Try not to sneeze. Um, I, you know, I hate going into places, and they still have a tip jar out there. I mean, the, the bad attitude of people thinking workers acting like they're doing you a favor, and they don't say thank you. Uh, you know, this has been brewing for a while. It's you know, it started with tip jar. Everybody getting a tip jar when they're not even. Do, you're working a register. When I worked a register at Fasulo Drugs in high school, I didn't have a tip jar. I was being paid by the hour. I, I worked on tips when I wasn't being paid by the hour when I was a waitress. And it created a mindset that people should just get money whether or not they do a good job just for standing there. They don't have to smile. They don't have to be nice to you. don't have to be friendly to you. It's kind of like the guy who delivered the pizza with DoorDash, a $20 pizza, and complained to the homeowner, oh, that's a nice house for a $5 tip. You know, it's a bad attitude. I love well, that in and outs always taking their customer service super seriously. Right. That's the way it should be. You should be friendly. You should be a smile or nonverbal communication was given to us by God and it, it is a way to lift people up. It's a way where our expressions are for a reason. It's a way to make other people feel good. It's also a way to express to somebody, I'm hurting right now or I need help right now. Our facial expressions are incredibly important as human beings and it's the way that we connect with each other. And in and out as smart as a company to say, I'm not putting up with this. If you want to work here, you've got to be able to communicate 
in a friendly manner. Plus, I mean, you know, it's like I hate when I can't hear people, too. You know, it's like, you know, I go in to a bank or somewhere, and I don't go into the bank anymore, but I used to go in all the time to talk to tellers, and it's like, I can't hear you because you got the mask on. Take the mask off. You know, so... um, Get on in and out. This is a good move. Yes, I like it. They say, quote, we are introducing new mask guidelines that emphasize the importance of customer service and the ability to show our associates smiles and other facial features while considering the health and well-being of all individuals. We believe this policy will also help promote clear and effective communication both with our customers and among our associates. Failure to comply with the new guidelines could lead to employee termination. Good. If you're too scared to go into work. You know, without a mask on, stay home. That's your choice. That's your choice. Um, So good for in and out Absolutely good for in and out I'd like to see that in in more places. Now I want to double-double with whole-grilled onions. Now I want to try. Yeah. I'm telling you, AK, you will love this. Now, do you get anything else on it? Because to me, cheese, onions, and meat's all I need. I'm not a sauce person on my burgers. The way that they grill their onions... Uh, and and salt their patties. The combination of the two is all the flavor you need. Yeah. See, I think if a, if a, if a burger is done properly, uh, uh, you know, all this. The other stuff's nice, but you don't need it. You don't. You shouldn't need it. And I don't like I don't like lettuce and tomato on burgers. I don't like. And I know McDonald's used to have the hot side hot and the cold side cold. But you, as soon as you put them together, you're creating a lukewarm situation. With that comment right there. I think you're really going to like this. Yeah, I don't like. I don't I don't like cold mixed with hot because it just makes things lukewarm. And I don't like raw tomatoes because they're na- they're slimy. I don't like I don't like slimy slippery foods. I don't do I don't do slippery. Um I, I how much have I talked about food tonight? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to AK, because this is what I do. I I love food. I talk about food, I think about food all the time. I also think about you guys and don't forget about me. Follow me on the socials. We'll be right back here tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Get your tickets to our August 10th event at TheAnswerSanDiego.com Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.